Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Chad Dixon. And today, you know, I think we want to delve back into a topic that we <laughs> attempted to solve with you all. I think we were just kind of shell-shocked by <laughs> the reality, um, you know, maybe it's the, the dissonance because... I think our reality is slightly different than what the data shows about, you know, specifically black women in business. But I think just the pursuit of business feels so prevalent right now. Like I think the data we looked at, although it's about 10 years old, I doubt that the current data shows a much different picture. I'm sure the numbers are higher, but I bet you the difference between business ownership between different races and genders probably hasn't improved that much. And so we want to take some time to talk about, I don't know if we're going to dispel myths, but I think we want to talk about just what are some common things to look out for in terms of business ownership that can, that are reasons that businesses can fail. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, I have so much that I can think of because I've had a number (laughs) of businesses that are no longer in business. (laughs) Yeah. Same, same, same. Um, I would say truly investing mm, in your what business. What do you mean by that? Like, um, <laughs> this, oh, so we owned an escape room mm-hmm. um, several years ago. And we actually had a really great model. It was mm-hmm. a great time to be in this business. We even had a lot of, of, of foot traffic and a lot of people interested. But I just don't feel like we invested in the quality Um I'm rolling my eyes over here because that was my biggest <laughs> she, sticking point. Yes, so so I would see really making that investment, right? Um, and 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 honestly, I don't think we had it um, when we were trying to do it, and yeah, so it's not I that agree. it's not that we just chose not to, but it's kind of I guess it's more or less understanding the cost of business. Well. I would disagree with that statement. So this is not an episode barking on all the businesses that we had together. But I want to challenge what you just said, that we didn't have it. Because, you know, I did something scary recently and I got a business line of credit. Mm -hmm. Right. And I didn't want to because I was like, well, why do I need that? Maybe I didn't know enough about leverage. Not knowing enough about leverage. So maybe we can say lack of education, but I'm going to challenge the fact that we didn't have it because guess what people find it who want it and we could have found it had we wanted to find it i I agree with that the business was doing well but but we didn't think and and so i think part of the problem is that we didn't think that it was detrimental we didn't think that it was so necessary that we should do whatever it takes to make it happen i agree we did not prioritize that um and even if we were to if we did invest in that i think we had a number of other challenges in our business <laughs> that would have prevented it from growing so i understand why we didn't do it back then um i think i think that that business could have been pretty successful i think the business could have been successful i don't think under the ownership yeah and so that and all that so yeah. that's another challenge i think that with business ownership that can happen that can lead to challenges in the business is actually. Can you elaborate on what you're talking about? I know. I'm trying to. About. I'm trying to get, finish my sentence. Okay. <laughs> like, but I think it's you know when you think about starting a business, who might be involved in that process? Yeah. And so, I'm not gonna say like you don't have to have partners in your business, but you might have a partner. You might have multiple partners. They may be your friends. They may be your family. Mm-hmm. I think when you layer on different components like that, 
it adds another layer of complexity. It does. And so I've had experienced that a couple of times. So I would say too, having an exit strategy. Yeah. Sitting down up yes. front and understanding that, hey, if this doesn't work, this is how we're going to dissolve it or this is how we're going to keep it going or this is how we're going to whatever that strategy may be. I think mm-hmm. that is critical. Um in- starting out, have that set up. Yes. yes <laughs> like yes. going into the partnership. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's huge. I, I think that uh, in many cases, actually, at least three mm-hmm. of my entrepreneurial endeavors, I, I think that I should have done that. Oh, I should have learned from the first couple, but <laughs> but at least three times in, in my career right. has that been a huge issue um, right. with me moving forward. Yeah. So I think that was a huge challenge in our business. Um, and for multiple reasons, like I think just personality types, um, communication styles, I'm going to say even some drama, like some perceived, well, I was gonna you say, know, things like, that were going on. In one case, I went through a divorce and I was like, ah, oh, crap, we can't split this business in half. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, so, how do you exit yeah. that? Um, so definitely being thoughtful about who and if you partner in your business and getting that clearly articulated on the front end yeah. rather than, you know, as the business is blowing up yeah. or as y'all's relationship is blowing up. <laughs> Something's going to blow up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, okay. So the other place that I think is super critical is like things like marketing, mm. um, like making yourself visible, uh, look, you know, getting out to your customer base. So I don't know. I would challenge this one. Yeah. I would, and what's your stance on it? You think that, I think that you need to invest in, 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 in doing that. In doing that, yeah. So this is one that I struggle with a lot um, mm-hmm. because I think when we talk about the escape room business that we had together, um, we didn't have a, listen, we didn't have a formal marketing plan. Like <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we weren't, but guess what? We were still getting customers and we were still pretty successful, but our marketing, we had a marketing hack that we were mm-hmm. actively using, which was the Groupon venue, mm-hmm. right? And so there was some channel, but we weren't posting on Instagram three times so, a day so that, but that's what posting I mean, on Facebook. So, so I, I am saying that marketing is more loose, marketing more mm-hmm. loosely. Right. Like, like it's not about spending the most dollars or having some elaborate plan, but right. you have to have a way to get to your end in person. Yeah. yeah. And that could be like, you could say, I thrive on word of mouth that I do a really great job. And then I tell my, right. my person that I service, tell all your friends. Right. Right. Um, but, but I'm saying that as, as a whole, I don't think that, um, young entrepreneurs or minority entrepreneurs put a lot of thought into how you get there. We just open mm-hmm. the doors. We think someone's going to come by. Well, <laughs> you so know. I see the opposite. I see businesses who just are posting on social media, that's, but that's not I'm getting like, to your, to your, to your clients. Like, yes, it is. Are you kidding? Yes. It, I'm, so let me clarify. <laughs> Posting like, on social media, it's a tool, but mm-hmm. it has to make sense for your business. And so it that's, has to have the right audience. It has to have right. the right whatever. I've seen people, and so why, I guess why I took that assumption is because I've seen people just post a bunch of stuff on social media. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But it's not it's effective. not targeted. Yes. It's not, and that's, <laughs> yes. what I, that's what I'm trying to say. I think we're in agreement here, like, the the miss is not having a marketing strategy and just doing any old thing Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. not being thoughtful and intentional it's not really about the amount of money you spend on Mm -hmm. it it's not about like posting on social media it's about doing what's right for your business to reach your end user yep 
Right. I, I completely agree. Okay. So I think <laughs> I was like, I think we're getting lost in here. We're saying the same thing, but, but yeah. So the other part about marketing is that I actually don't market for my current business actively. Right. I mean, marketing is inherent. Like you do it in a way that's authentic to what you do. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to look the same for every business. So I don't think I can say that I don't market because I do, but it just looks different than maybe a different, like a product-based business. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And so what would be some other things, other pitfalls? I would say understanding the cyclical nature of revenue and mm-hmm. expenses. Yeah, that's a good um, point. Like having reserves for yeah. the downtimes. Yep. Understanding yep. that downtimes will come and then that peak times will come and, yep. and you yep. can't really, like, it's not the same as a paycheck. It's yeah. not the same amount that's going to come every two weeks. And that's how it's going to work. And and you have to be able to plan and account for and still be in business if there's some low months, right? Yeah. I think that's huge. That is so huge. And I experienced a lot of that as well. And I think one thing that people can do to hedge for that is, I mean, you can know that it's going to happen, right? But I think you can also build in other streams of income, um, either within your existing business or just within your whole financial plan that help help you ride the tides yeah. like as they're going up and down so that's definitely something to think about and it could be you know if you have a service-based business and it ebbs and flows maybe you add a product to it that has pretty consistent you know revenue time or over time or an additional like like pricing stream so mm-hmm. so for mm-hmm. some so <laughs> I, I work in products so we do this so yeah. um so some things have a service that people just pay monthly Yes, subscriptions right. are super helpful. Yeah, or yeah. Um, have people on different payment timings. Like some people yeah. pay quarterly, some people pay annually, some people pay monthly, some people pay. So you always have yeah. something coming in. Um, and, and there's different things that you can do. Like uh, Tanisha was saying, introduce the product line and whatnot. If you aim your services differently, mm-hmm. you can change your pricing model and do different things. With it. So I just think it, it, it's huge. But and also minimize your expenses, pay things yeah. up front, do yeah. prepayments to understand when you, when you're at peak yeah. season and things like that. Um, yeah, uh, look at your financials. <laughs> yes. I think that's going to be one that's find on the your list. pattern. Yes, <laughs> yeah, find your patterns. I mean, I don't think you have to be like a money whiz but like you have to kind of understand what's going on in your business and we did an episode talking about taxes and this plays into it like having understand an understanding of what's what the money side of your business looks like because that can have huge consequences during tax time like you end up with this huge bill because you weren't thoughtful about mm-hmm. you, the way you were spending money like in the deductions that you could be taking throughout the year. So definitely have visibility on your finances. Um, I would add the systems in your business. Like if you're trying to scale, (laughs) if you're trying to scale on some broken systems, it's going to make your life a huge, huge challenge. Well, I'd say to automate your automate your your businesses and your systems too mm-hmm. like there are things that you can do to save time um yes. than what you're doing today that, that was one thing i thought that i had to like brute force everything mm. when i was in business like i was like i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do this and i'm right. gonna do this um and i could have gotten someone else who was more skilled who had more time kind of offloads different things and i didn't think about that um when exactly I was in it. 
And I'm like, if you're starting out and you're starting small, you actually can't afford to be doing everything. Like you can't be building what your content is, dealing but, with the finances. And I think this is a huge misconception, especially like in the black community that mm-hmm. you're like, I can't afford to do it. I'm just going to do it all. No, um, you can't afford to do it all. <laughs> but, but, but I think, well, I know my, myself personally, I grew up thinking it's cheaper for me to just do it. I had no yeah. concept of, of, my time is worth this this amount yes, right yes um yes. and and i think that, that that's part of it too your mentality mm-hmm. so obviously about your your business and yeah. and knowing your worth like like yeah, i think that's yeah. a whole nother section there oh yeah um, oh yeah I, early on I'd, I'd ask or i get these questions from from customers or can't you discount it why it's so expensive and i'm like dude you would go <laughs> to a like business and not ask them the same questions and pay mm-hmm. A little bit, even a little bit more mm-hmm. at, at this other place who has a, you know, a comparable product to mine or a comparable right. service to mine. Right. Um, and so I, the, the next thing that I'm saying is know your worth. Yes, it, absolutely. It, it set the expectation and hold to that and know that you're worth it, that you don't have yep. to bend in order to make this thing happen. I 1000% agree with that. And if that means you have to say no to some customers, mm-hmm. guess what? You probably saved yourself a big old yes, headache. They are also the worst <laughs> customers ever. Yes. <laughs> so if there is someone who's trying to get a discount, you better believe they're going to be nagging you the entire yes. time. Yes. So setting your standard of around your worth is just so critically important for so many reasons but it's going to help weed out the people who are not your target yep right and so you can work with the people that you were set up to work with and so that means you know you really do need to understand who you're trying to serve so you can build your business around that yeah which is really important i I feel like this list can go on and on we really we really could we really could i'm gonna be like oh can i say one more thing (laughs) one more thing one more thing I guess the the last thing I would say is like know your secret sauce. Yep. And so competitive advantage. Y- yes, you're come on with it. Come on with it. You know I'm all simple. <laughs> like but I'm like know your competitive advantage and this is so critically important because number one, it will have you not doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It will have you not owning your calendar and scheduling meetings because your brain is like needed for something very specific of a money generating activity right that is the secret sauce of your business and why you don't have competitors because no one does it like you Mm -hmm. right this is going to be important when you think about your pricing and all this other stuff but i would say that to me has been a recent revelation yeah i can definitely see that there's just so much though um and and i think it's 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 the same so i don't want to say that it's so much that you can't tackle it it's yeah, so yeah, much yeah but once you get those things in place it really sets you up for success yeah and they're not hard you just gotta do them. yes <laughs> like so look out for more episodes about business ownership and entrepreneurship we'll definitely be talking more about that but until next time i'm your girl tanisha nicole and i'm shauna dixon and, and we, we are black girl fly, girl fly.